A whole you is the best gift you can give to your child. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have a little special treat. And it's actually a clip from the Joyce Meyer Women's Conference a couple of years back, actually in 2016. And I had the privilege of being at that conference, and it was awesome. But it is a clip from that conference where there's a question and answer session. And Joyce Meyer, Beth Moore, and Christine Kane are there answering questions from the audience members. And it's a great little clip. There's lots of different, a big variety of questions and things like that. So for the next couple of days, we're going to be hearing from these three amazing women about different questions that the audience had to ask them. Here's the clip. My question is, as I read books by you, Joyce, and you other ladies, I realized that I got a lot of work. <laughs> As a leader, how much should I, should my soul mature before I answer the call? Well, <laughs> Lord have mercy. When I started teaching, I was blowing smoke in everybody's face and sitting in short shorts. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I was sitting. I would sit in my living room with shorts as short as I could get them, and just puffing away while I was teaching the Bible. And uh, all I can say, honey, is God not only knows where you're at; He knows where you will be. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not suggesting that anybody be a bad example. I don't think that, you know, we need a lot of wounded healers out there running around, but God certainly didn't loose me on the world. He let me teach 20 people for five years, and I got to practice on them. So I would say, ask God to open a door that you would be mature enough to walk That's through good. now and start getting some experience. Yes. And then yes. each thing that God deals with you about, which there'll be many, he still deals with all of us every day. Each thing that God deals with you about, you walk through that with him, you work through that with him, and then you let him promote you to the next level when he knows the time is right. I'll tell you how I pray. I don't pray like I used to. I used to pray, God, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that, make my ministry grow. God, make my ministry grow. Now I pray, God, please don't ever give me anything that I cannot handle and keep you first in my life. Thank you, Lord. That's so if right. you pray that, you won't That's get right. in trouble. That's good. What's your name and your question? Hi, I'm Jessica. My question is, how do I help my mom understand that God loves her and she's not an orphan anymore? That's so good. Great yes, question. That's, good. That's a fantastic question. I think, um, you, you know, I was, I was left in a hospital unnamed and unwanted, and it comes down to two choices. I didn't actually realise at first what a big deal that is for people that have been left without. So number one, you know, your mum is probably doing the best that she can at this point. You know, she really is. And there are such deep wounds that come with being abandoned. She obviously loves you. And look, she did something great. Look how beautiful you are. How old are you? 
16. 16, honey, you are awesome. Let me tell you, you can't, I want you to hear me. You, um, do you go to a church? Does your mum? Yes, That's my fantastic. mom's actually here. Hi, mum. Oh. All right, so number one, I'm gonna say you're a hero, and now I'm not gonna to talk to you, I'm gonna to talk to your mum. So wherever you are, mum, the greatest gift you can do, give your daughters, I've got a 14-year-old, I've got a 10-year-old. The greatest gift you can give um, is for you to wrestle with this, get whatever counselling you need, read whatever you need to read, to get to a place where you can truly accept and know the unconditional love of God. A whole you is the best gift you can give this precious, Chris, precious so daughter so right in this place now. Yes, ma'am. Sometimes as mothers, we have to deal with our stuff and not put it on our kids, but deal with it so that right. they can flourish in life. And... Um, you know, I think the fact that your daughter is courageous enough to love you enough to say, hey, I want to stand here because I want my mum to know what I know. I pray that that's enough to trigger something today that's to right. start you on that that's journey. That's good. That's good. My name is Monica. Um, my question is, if you feel that you've been called to um, speak in public, how do you get over the fear of it and move forward with that? <laughs> I think Beth would like to say something. Go ahead, because I never had any. <laughs> She's telling you the truth, isn't she? she went, and so that's why I thought, you know, of the three of us, I better go with this one, uh, because I'm the one. It has, I mean, harassed me and harassed me, because I really wasn't, I wasn't given to the environment. As a kid, I sort of hid behind my mother's skirt, and I had a gregarious personality as I got older and was you know, in, in various groups where I would be in leadership, but this kind of thing, and even several hundred people, oh, it does, I, I, would, I would deal except through the Holy Spirit of God and taking Him at His word. I cannot tell you the anxiety and fear I would deal with. I've stood behind many a, a curtain in an arena and thought, if I bend over, I'll throw up. It's just, this is very intimidating to me, very. So I've had a very difficult time with it. And I had to just believe God with everything I have. But what, what I will say to you, as you follow Christ Jesus in your calling and you ask him, Lord, you burn, you burn it like a fire in my chest. You burn it like a fire in my chest. What, what happened for me is that my passion to obey God and to do what He's called me to do exceeds my fear. That's good. That is the only, it's not that I don't have any fear. I deal with a lot of fear. You can ask Chris, I called her here recently. I said, man, some of, I've had a lot of victory over it and some of it's creeping back up on me. And so she said, okay, let's get this ground back. And we really prayed it through. So these have been buddies to me in this, but this has been an ongoing struggle for me. But I can tell you what I feel like, of course, he doesn't say this out loud to me, but this stirs in my heart over and over that I'll have prepared a lesson and then I'm you know, thinking, oh my word, oh, all those people. And I start getting that feeling. And I feel like the question that God puts on my heart over and over again is, Beth, do you want to teach this word? Yes, sir. Do you want to teach it worse than you want to run? Yes, sir. Then go out and teach the lesson. And so to, when I am done, it, I kind of like high five God. It's like right here, right here, because it does not come naturally to me to be in front of these, this many people. That's good. Good. 
My question is for Joyce Myers. Um, I too was abused, sexually abused by my father for four years daily um, and constantly. And my question to you, I know you took care of your father um, in his last years of his life and you forgave him. How did you forgive him but then not allow the abuse to continue or allow him to continue hurt, hurting you? Um, how did you separate those two things and come to terms to for, forgive him? Well, first of all, when I went back to take care of my father, he was too old to do anything to hurt anybody at that point. But um, you obviously don't want to, nor should you put yourself back in a position of ever being abused again. If you think that there's a possibility that he would still abuse you, then it's not wise and it's not good for you, nor would it be good for him for you to put yourself in that situation. God doesn't ask everybody to do the same thing. That was what he asked me to do. But here again, don't ever do it just because that's what I did. You only do that if that's what you feel that God is leading you to do. Because we don't want you to be in any kind of a situation of danger. Is your father older? Yes, he's older. He's incarcerated. And I've um, been in communication with him, trying to help him with his financial matters to have nothing to do with me. But during the past few years of me helping him with his money and doing all of his transactions and things like that, he still says things to me on the phone. He still um, yeah. says things. And so I'm in this place where I'm, okay, I'm, I want to forgive him and I want to do what's right. But at the same time, now in my life, I can't allow it to go on. No, I totally I, agree. I, I can't. And I'm just so thankful, <laughs> so thankful for listening to you. Um, thankful for being here. No, I, I totally agree. You don't have to put yourself in a position of being abused. And so you stand strong, honey. Amen. That was Joyce Meyer, Christine Kane, and Beth Moore answering questions at a Joyce Meyer Ministries Women Conference. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Joyce and Friends Answers Your Questions. You can also find out more information about Joyce Meyer Ministries at her website, Joyce Meyer org. I hope you have a wonderful day today and we will see you again tomorrow. God bless.